0: Tonight, we will continue discovering, entering, receiving the most precious blood of Jesus. And I'd like to begin tonight where I left off last week. And Maria was nice enough to translate the words in the cards we got when we were in Mexico of Conchita. So I'm going to read them in English. Conchita wrote, this is at the end of her life. I will die. I will no longer suffer. I will lack the strength to prostrate myself at the foot of the tabernacle. My heart will stop beating. But what a consolation it will be for me To think that on earth, there will be lips that will continue to praise God. Hearts that in my name will keep beating of love for Jesus. Living hosts that in my name will continue to raise to heaven the divine perfume of blood. They are my blood. And in them, I will continue to suffer as I will continue to love. I will not die completely, my children. I'm sorry, I will not die completely. My children, I will survive in you. And here I find again the beautiful words of Conchita that reveal the living out, A feminine, maternal heart that enters and lives the prayer of Jesus in John 17, true union. And here Conchita is one blood with the blood of Christ. And she's saying, you, my children, that's us. We are also Conchita's children. You are my blood. And here we have... With us tonight, the blood of Conchita, the relic we got. God wanted us to have her blood because it is a union in his blood. This is the unity of the bride of Christ. In John 17, verse 26, Jesus says, I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I and them. Everything culminates in the transformation into love, in the love of the Father, which is in the Son, and Jesus, through him, wants that love to be in us. Last week, we focused on remaining in Jesus, abide in me, We focused on John 15, and we talked about learning how to live the process of the transfusion of blood, the means where we give the Lord, as it says in our covenant, receive my blood. We give Jesus our blood in order to participate in the work of the Holy Spirit of being emptied so that we can be filled, no longer our blood, but the precious blood of Jesus living, moving through our veins, through our hearts, through our mind, through our intellect, through our senses, the blood of Christ. The Spirit also showed me something beautiful in Mexico. All of you know that the mothers of the cross, if some of you have forgotten, I am here to remind you tonight. During the prayer of the Our Father in Mass, we place our hands cupped like this. And the significance of it is that we, it signifies our hearts. And our hearts are giving Jesus our blood and receiving his blood. And I noticed in Mexico that Juan Carlos during the Our Father had his hands cupped and Jesus showed me something very important through our brother Juan Carlos. And he showed me that this is not only for the mothers of the cross. That the mothers of the cross are not the only chalices. That the missionaries of the cross are also called to be chalices of the living precious blood of Jesus. And therefore, I invite and I encourage all the missionaries of the cross to join force with their brother, Juan Carlos, and lift up your hands, cup them, as a reminder of your covenant and my covenant to the Lord of who we are. So let us remember that. Last week, I began to share with you an examination of conscience because we learned in John 15 that the only way to truly remain in Christ to abide in him Jesus told us is by remaining in love and he ends that by telling us you are called to love one another as I have loved you and so I began to share with you an examination of conscience And this is the beauty in our community. Elena took the examination of conscience and she told me, Lourdes, this is really good, but I feel it could be formatted a little different so that it truly could become an examination of conscience for Love Crucified. And therefore, I thank Elena because she did it. She reorganized it and the way I sent it to all of you in English, I, I don't have it yet in Spanish. Anna began to work on it. I also thank Ana Segovia. And here's the beautiful working together of our community. Ana Segovia has been taking the time to translate the, the written text of all the teachings into Spanish. So we have the beautiful working together in our community. But what Elena did was she took the words from one Corinthians that I read to you last week on what is love. Love is patient, love is kind. And each one of those, she united it to the path with reflection questions to make a good examination of conscience. So I invite you all to really use this to make your examination of conscience daily or especially before you go to confession. I think the Holy Spirit really wants this from us because I think this examination of conscience is going to really help us grow in love. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Anthony of Padua. And this is some words that he said. They were very um, significant for, for our teaching on the precious blood. He said, the light is grace. And darkness is the blindness that fills the soul of the sinner. How desperately we need that light to see the sad state of our conscience. Look, when it is dark, we do not see how dusty and dirty our houses. Only when the place is flooded with sunlight. Do we realize its awful condition? So we need the light of God's grace to show us the real state of our soul and induce us to clean up our hearts. And that was beautiful because I'm here, as you see, in Georgia, and we've been working really hard. And one of the things I even did this today was I noticed that our chapel, where all the relics are, that it was dirty behind the scenes. So I took the time to remove each relic and, and I saw, you know, all the dust and all the little things you normally don't see. And that reminded me of these words of, of St. Anthony it's the same with our hearts and, and how easy it is to be blinded to all those dust and all those little dirty things that so many times we don't see. So today, I'm going to continue in the light of understanding this process of the transfusion of blood, and we have to remember that what brings new life to others is not our blood. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. So the whole process of transformation into love is that continuous giving our blood in order to receive the blood of Christ. In number 54 of our path, on page 167, the Lord begins to to reveal this to us. He says, I am alive and present in the world in my Eucharist, but my living presence takes on human form in my living host. When I become alive in you, Through the power of the Holy Spirit, it is no longer you but I who live and take my being in you. I am able to speak through your lips. My voice becomes audible through yours. My hands touch and heal through your hands. I move outside the tabernacle through you, thus reaching out to the four corners of the world. The power of God is spread through my living hosts, and new life is given to many through my living chalices of my most precious blood. The Lord is not saying that he's moving out through my blood. He's specifically telling us. New life is given to many through my living chalices of my most precious blood. And the whole path is that emptying, that purifying of our hearts so that more and more they are filled and expand with the blood of Christ. So today we're going to go into another practical way, which we always do every week. And I wanna focus on one teaching from our path on how to live this transfusion of blood. It's number 55. It's called Participate in My Body and Blood. Right around page 167 or 168. Okay, the Lord taught us. Most people partake of my body and blood, but few desire to participate in my body and blood. In in order to become one body in me, you must respond to participate in living in my body and blood. In the Eucharist, I give of myself fully to you and you partake, meaning that you receive me. But then you must respond to this gift of love, by giving yourself to me. You must give me your blood in sacrifice and your body, which is your will. That's what I want to focus on. The Lord is showing us, leading us in the path to union with him. He is telling us I want you to give me your blood. But in this teaching, he's specifically telling us how. He's saying, I want your blood in sacrifice and your body, which is your will. And this is very united to the words of Jesus in Luke chapter 9, 23, which is one of the key scripture passages for love crucified. When Jesus tells us, if any, want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, pick up, take up their cross daily and follow me. The first thing the Lord tells us is deny ourselves. This is what's united to when Jesus says, give me your blood in sacrifice. I give Jesus my blood in sacrifice by denying my will, which is attached to my desires, wants, opinions, judgments, expectations, views, feelings. I must live offering my blood, which is my contaminated life that is not love. I must cooperate with the work of the Holy Spirit by living attentive to my heart and everything in my heart that is not the love by which Christ has loved me. That means we live what the Lord taught us in chapter four on page 187. I must do what is most difficult, not easiest. When we begin to live daily doing what is most difficult, not what is easiest, we are offering Jesus daily our blood in sacrifice. This is what it means. We enter the heart of the purification in the heart of Jesus, in the fire of the Holy Spirit, which is in chapter four, when Jesus tells us in number 63, The purification of your desires is the first stage of purification in my sacred heart. You begin to move only according to my desires and not yours. That means when I want to get frustrated because something is not going my way and I sacrifice acting in that frustration, I am giving Jesus my blood in sacrifice and receiving instead the purified blood of Jesus. It is hard work. The purification by fire in the sacred heart is hard work. It's the complete dying of our disordered self. It's the complete emptying of our contaminated blood. The Lord says, you no longer do what you want to do, nor go where you want to go, but now you go only where I take you. I, I've been watching something very beautiful take place here in in the refuge in Georgia because I, I have been watching my beautiful brother, Daniel. <laughs> Do something he didn't really want to do. Maria's pool, and you know, fell apart uh, about a year ago. I don't know, but she loves the pool, and it's really important. In the summertime here, it's really, really hot. As they all know, and for Maria especially, with the little ones in the summertime, having that pool where they can, for the kids, especially Maria's kids, that that are, are such a handful, to have a place that they can be in water outside um, is the only means to really get them out of the house. So I've been watching Daniel work hours and hours on end doing the pool for the Hickens family. And Maria, you know, helping him and, and John Paul has been helping the whole time, but I knew that this wasn't something that Daniel really desired to do. And it started maybe a little grouchy and a little complaining. <laughs> and i it's been weeks of this, and I'm coming to the end of it at the week I'm here. But I've seen in Daniel, as I've watched him, I was out there by the pool today, and I saw a real, like, docility in his heart, in his face um, while Maria, you know, was there, you know, supporting him and John Paul. But this is what it means to do what is most difficult. What is something I really don't want to do, but I'm going to do it because it's a greater act of love. Um, So anyway, thank you. We go on. You choose to live each day according to what is most difficult, not what is easiest. This will require a greater discipline of your will, greater silence and stillness of soul in me. Therefore, we must live denying my getting frustrated and irritated. Does that mean we're not going to get frustrated and irritated? Absolutely not. For example, I've spent hours this week with Father, hours and hours learning how to work the website. Because I don't think anybody realizes in our community the amount of work in the website that we have. It wasn't until I sat here learning how to do the simplest thing, just the teachings, weekly teaching, how to get them out of go to meeting change them, edit them, and put them in the website, it's about a million steps. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. And to see the amount of work Father has in trying to, you know, do our website, I've been amazed. But there was one point today that after hours and days of this, I started to get totally overwhelmed. And I really got irritated and irritable and I think both father and I were, were, were feeling that but I was and I and so it doesn't mean that we're never but it immediately I you know I went to the chapel to pray and I went for a walk and it was like my lord receive my blood in that I got overwhelmed that my blood that reveals my lack of total trust My lack of total abandonment that you are going to provide all the means for our community to get all these things done. Receive this blood that doesn't believe enough. You see, it's that way of living in a constant state of repentance, of seeing where, and in that, I receive the grace of the precious blood of Jesus, denying making negative judgments of others. Denying, viewing life and people through my narrow lens of understanding. Deny myself gossiping, criticizing, murmuring. Jesus, receive this disorder in me. Receive my blood, my Lord. It's like a constant daily living. This transfusion of blood needs to become how we breathe, how we live Each day in in love crucified it's a constant offering it's a constant living with our cupped hands here Jesus and I receive every time I give my blood and somewhere I have fallen and I give it to the Lord he returns it to me purified as his precious blood if we are faithful to this living of transfusion of blood we will become saints, we will be transformed into love. I need to live embracing every day my nothingness, my weakness, my complete dependence on God, my all. We must see ourselves as a tiny speck consumed in God. Here in Georgia, I've been just contemplating the trees. they incredible and and Michelle is, Griffith is probably looking at me thinking <laughs> these trees are probably nothing compared to where she lives but to me they're like giants and i and i just sit in the chapel looking out the window and they're so big they're so beautiful i'm just uh, i'm in, drawn into the creation of god and i had to enter that creation is god And when we can see ourselves as one in that creation, that little speck that is God, that is transformation. I must lose myself in his majesty, in his grandeur, living as one in him, as he is all, does all, accomplishes all, living in his power, in his might, in his plan. Believing he is truly in all and controlling all. This is what it means to live abiding in Jesus. John 15, our love crucified, the vine. I offer him my blood in continuous repentance. And I receive his blood, which is the life of the Holy Spirit, love. This is the process of the transfusion of blood and the making of a new creation in the image and likeness of God. The new Adam and the new Eve. And I will end this section of this purifying fire, which is how I began the, the first talk. And if you remember in the first talk on the precious blood, we learned that the outpouring of blood of Jesus from his side, was the outpouring and is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It is the visual sacramental sign of Jesus pouring out the Holy Spirit upon us. And in our path, number 62, the beginning of that burning, of that entering into the fire of the Holy Spirit, which is the Sacred Heart, the Lord said to us, I want you to understand what takes place in a soul that enters the fire of my sacred heart. My fire purifies your soul as gold is purified. As glass placed in the fire, it is softened so that it can be molded into the shape desired. My fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit, purifies all hardness from your heart making it soft and pliable i then enable to form you and make of you a new creation the creation you were meant to be from the beginning of time pure and radiant in the image and likeness of god This process of purification in my heart is different from the purification at my feet inside. The fire of my love, the Holy Spirit, is making you pure, radiant chalices of gold. And here I would add filled with his precious blood being poured out through him, with him, and in him, through us, with us, and in us, to the world. So God bless you, and I pray that you truly take to heart the examination of conscience and bring that to your accompaniment.